All right, Slaughterhouse is in the can, and you're my tagline man. What do you got for me? That's me. I've got one of the most iconic taglines you're ever going to hear. Check this out. Buddy's got an axe to grind. A big axe. Ooh, that is great! And then, we, yeah. and then we can see Buddy on the cover there holding that big axe that he uses. And the, um, the, the, oh, wait a minute. Buddy doesn't use an axe. He's, he's a, uh, it's like a pig foot meat cleaver thing. Ah, oh, yeah. But you will have to admit that he does have a metaphorical axe to grind. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I ever doubted you. That is clever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he's got those, uh, wait a minute. Buddy doesn't have an axe to grind. This is, that's his dad. Dad has the axe to grind. Buddy's kind of just along for the ride, killing people and hanging with pigs. Well, the, 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 the cleaver that he that he has is, I mean, it's big, right? Like, the, I mean, that's, it's that's correct. It's big if I was holding it, because I'm kind of a tiny dude. But like, Buddy's like a big guy. It's kind of proportionate, and and, and again, it's not even an axe. It's a cleaver, but it's a, it's a it's a normal sized cleaver for a big dude like that. Okay, okay. Um, I'm gonna reconfigure this so that it's a little more accurate. Hold on. Okay. Buddy, who is not the one with the metaphorical axe to grind, has a very large cleaver, which is proportional to his very large frame, but would be large to you or I. And he's going to kill a bunch of teenagers. Oh my god, that's going to look so good on that poster. Crash! Crash! Good evening, Mr. Matt Ocker. How are you on this wonderful, wonderful evening? I am fantastic as always, and I'm thrilled to be here talking about one of my favorite um, slices of '80s cheese, uh, Slaughterhouse. Yeah, this is a this is this is a movie that I have avoided a lot in my life. I have gone out of my way to avoid this movie on many occasions, especially while I was a vegetarian. This movie nice. was not. Very appealing to me. And this is definitely a great movie if you are looking to push someone into vegetarianism. <laughs> you're like, hey, how about we just uh, like pop in this uh, this fun little thing here? It, it, <laughs> it, it is a little... Uh, I, I find myself fast-forwarding through the opening credits. I see what they're doing, setting it up. And it's yeah, it's a funny juxtaposition yes. if you want to go there. But at the same time, it's not what I want. Like, I'm watching... No. I like goofy horrors, uh, and I don't want to watch the real horrors. Right, you know. exactly. Uh, and that's like my only main complaint with this movie is, yeah, there's a lot of... Yeah. Uh, luckily, we don't see any, like, on screen in the movie. Like, it's implied right. that he, he yeah, killed yeah, that yeah. cat, but we don't actually see it, you know? It's so weird. But this it's movie like, is weird. And, uh, you know, there's dead animals hanging around everywhere, oh, yeah. but we don't watch them get killed. But, yeah, True. so, I mean, if you're really sensitive to the animal kind of stuff, just zip through the fir- the opening yep. credit montage, and you won't miss anything in the movie. Like, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Agree. Um, yeah, so, yeah, let's just get into it. This is a, I don't know if this is going to be a long one, but because <laughs> yeah. it's not well, terribly uh, eventful. No, but uh, I've liked this movie for a while. I remember uh, always being drawn to the cover of it. It's got such yes. an iconic cover. With oh, big buddy so on it. good. So and, uh, good. I was thrilled probably Christ, maybe five or six years ago. I found this tape at the Shaker Hill Apple Festival in Alfred. <laughs> uh, it was just like a family festival fun day with full of apples. And uh, they had a little tiny yard sale table set up in this barn. And this was one of the movies there for a quarter. And I was just like, holy shit, I've wanted this forever. I love this movie. 
<laughs> what an odd place to find it. That's a uh, very odd. Yeah, place I grabbed to a couple it. other tapes too, but I don't remember which ones came from there. But I always remember Slaughterhouse from the Shaker <laughs> Family Fun Apple Fest. Uh, yes, the family that this movie is based on is actually right up there, and they were like, "Oh, I want to watch this movie. This is the this is the true life story of our Slaughterhouse." Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's based on real macabre murders, if you pay attention to the whatever the <laughs> fuck version is on Amazon Prime. That's so funny. That it's... you hit me to, because uh, you, you you referred to it as the George Lucas special edition. <laughs> yeah, if you watch well, this Well, I mean, on... there's so many fucking Jawas in it. I was like, yeah. wow, what's with all these digital Jawas all over the place? Oh, just dinosaurs walking through the background all the time. Um, but no, yeah, the Amazon Prime has some weird little, uh, I don't know who thought it was a good yeah, idea. I mean, it's it's like it's, the director like got into the idea of digital stuff, and he was like, hey, it's the 30th anniversary, I'll release a 30th anniversary special, quote-unquote, director's cut. It'd be really cool if I just put, like, nothing in life is certain right. but death and taxes before the movie starts. Oh, because, like, his land's getting foreclosed because of taxes? I guess that's... Yeah, Funny you got you got me on that one, man. Clever? I do not know what the point of that was at all. I do enjoy the revamped uh, closing credits on the Prime version because it just has a bunch of fun uh, production yeah. photos that are neat to look at. Um, that's different. That and was the, cool. And the song is different. Uh, when the tape ends, it's a uh, it's an '80s dance song mm. with just scrolling credits. And uh, apparently, half the credits are fake too because they wanted to make it seem like it right. was a bigger crew yeah, yeah. making a more important movie, so they just made up a ton of <laughs> positions. It's so funny because it's so much better knowing that it's such a small production. Yeah. Like, because it want... is such an impressive feat that they pulled its off. Its budget was 110000 Yeah, yeah. That's peanuts. It's nothing. Even back then, that yeah. is a cheap-ass movie. And so That's like, you know, what was it? I mean, uh, Forever Evil was like barely that. Yep. And that was five hours long. Forever Evil was 15 hours long, <laughs> and there was a director's cut. It was cut. 17 hours. Ugh. Yeah, it was I have was that. Long. I have the eight Blu-ray special edition. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yes. All right. So, we skip. So skipping past the weird modern, like, Photoshop-y thing that they tacked on to the beginning... <laughs> Uh, we get to uh, we get to the the regular like gross out. Uh, this is what's going on in your slaughterhouse. This is literally how your sausage is made. Yeah. Um, and they play some fucking tuba oompa music over it as an ironic juxtaposition. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a bold choice. It's bold as hell. Yeah. Um, and it kind of uh, it kind of sucks because as we said, I, as I said, I fast forward this yeah. intro to the movie because I don't enjoy watching it. But it's a uh, it can be a huge turnoff. I've I've heard reports oh, of absolutely. people, yeah, yeah, not even getting into the movie because once this part starts, they're just like, I'm out. Yeah, I can't deal with animal. I'm I'm done. Yep. And it's like, oh man, you missed out a. Yeah, like because after you the get through this, it, it turns yeah. into a fun '80s flick. Yeah, yeah it's, definitely. It literally is just that scene. There is no other animal slaughter slash nope. cruelty in the rest of the movie. Um, There's people cruelty, but who <laughs> well, gives a shit? Right, exactly. Because I don't <laughs> give a shit about people. Um, yeah. All right. So after our credit sequence, we got, uh, our local sheriff's deputy, Dave showing up. It's late at night. He's at the local party place, uh, which we as an audience are expected to know later on is a lakeside area with an adjacent junkyard that leads to the bacon and sun slaughterhouse. But we don't know that because it's dark as fuck and we can't see a goddamn thing. But we are expected to know that because it does really play into the rest of the movie. Yeah. Um, 
And this this sheriff's cheating on his lady. This is so crazy. He's there to make out with some hot teen. We find out later that he's married, and in spite of this, he's like, Oh, there's some partying teens over there. Yeah. I, you know, I'm going to lose my whole family if anybody finds out that I'm cheating, but it's worth it just to make sure that no teens get drunk tonight. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with him? He His monologue where he pulls the oh kid over God. speeding it's, later on is one of my favorite things good. ever. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, okay. Hey, I was a kid too. <laughs> once. Once. <laughs> and I got speeding tickets. <laughs> but now I got a family and a couple screamers. A couple screamers. <laughs> Why am I jumping so far ahead? I, I just don't love know. that stupid it's, monologue. Oh, it's such a good monologue. I'm going to do it again later on. <laughs> <laughs> you should do that as your, your audition for the actor studio. Yeah. Um, so he sees the vehicles of the local teens, and he's like, I gotta go check this out. We hear some screams, oh no, and then the teens playfully fall on the car. And, and he draws a gun on he them. He draws a fucking gun on them. Who scares cops? <laughs> like, I know this is the 80s, and we've gone over this with 100 movies. Uh, well, we haven't done 100 episodes yet, but this is probably like the 20th movie we've covered yeah. where it's the 80s, so let's go scare somebody. Let's go scare somebody. <laughs> And but let's go scare somebody who's cops. packing heat. Yeah. <laughs> While we've been drinking in the and dark. we're teenagers. In the dark. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's just lucky that that cop didn't want to shoot out his own windshield. <laughs> um, I think that's the only thing that saved him. Yeah. So the teens explain that they're not up there having a party. Come on. They're just <laughs> practicing for their friend Liz's horror video that uh. she's going to make. I have what, a problem with this later on. What is a horror video? What does this mean? Is it a band? Is it a music video? Is it a movie? What is going on? Oh, don't worry. We'll never find out. Okay. So we have no idea. <laughs> Got it. They they mock the deputy, like, openly at this point. Um, and because they know he's cheating on his wife. Right. So they totally have this all the cards This is a very uh, small town. Yeah. It's, a, it's kind of one of those dealies. Everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows that this cop's canoodling with this this girl. Yep. Despite her saying, like, oh, he's just giving me a ride somewhere. Jesus no. Christ. Yes. So, uh, yeah. So he's like, uh, okay, well, then don't you stay out too late. And, uh, <laughs> and they're like, don't you and, stay out too late. And uh, d- don't mention this to anybody. Yeah. It's like, oh, good God, y'all. Yeah. <sighs> Um, and what a weenie cop. There's also this weird fucking line when they leave. Uh, Dave, the, oh, the, the, line. the boyfriend of Liz. What does this mean? So first off, there's the most bizarre emphasis. If you listen very closely when he says crowbar. OK, so he's like, you could have pulled him off, pulled her off of him with a crowbar. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Uh, they weren't making out when you found them. I mean, yeah. You, I, you, you, you. Maybe if you said you couldn't pry couldn't, them apart, if you couldn't pry them apart with a crowbar. That would make more sense. Yeah, you could pry them. Yeah, you could pry them apart with your bare hands. They're and not... also, man, does he hit crow like way too hard? Yeah. <laughs> crowbar. He could. You could pry him apart with a crowbar. And and then he says, "Uh, did you see her little boob shaking when she hit the windshield?" What? I don't, yeah. No. You got me, man. She was sitting completely still. <laughs> she never hit a windshield. Like what? What? Oh, she was just she was just scared out of her wits, wasn't she? Yeah. That actress basically barely moved yeah. when you hit the fucking windshield. She was like, "Huh, some dumbass on the windshield." But he didn't say when I hit the windshield no, either. She, her. Uh, Did you see her little boob shake when she hit the windshield? 
Doesn't what? matter. <laughs> he has a he has a he has a few awkward. He does um, dumbass lines in this. There's there's uh, there's whatever a bunch his name of weird is. Ones. It doesn't matter what his name is because none of these kids <laughs> matter. These are at least this. They are I the mean, most unfleshed out group of kids. Dave, in any Dave and Liz and Skip. Those three matter, kinda. Yeah, and the other girl. Uh, she doesn't. She matter. comes. Up, she's a package with Dave. She should matter. Okay, fine, whatever. Allie, maybe. Sure. Sure. <laughs> uh, let's call her Allie. But yeah, uh, and they have two other friends. Um, but they get gone fast. Yeah. So coming up. Yeah. The so they they're like, uh, oh, we wanna we wanna go party, you know, whatever. And so the two of them peel off to go make out in the what is basically a like scrapyard. Yeah. It's just nothing but like rusty junk everywhere. So. They do that. The girl runs away weirdly, and he chases her. Everybody's running and jumping everywhere in this movie. <laughs> Always. <laughs> this is like a tetanus PSA. <laughs> Jill didn't know that tetanus was hiding everywhere in the junkyard. Um, From the hood of the cop cars you mock <laughs> to the ancient school buses you crawl through. But, I mean, really, like, seriously, you're... <laughs> The combination of pig feces and rusted metal could not possibly be a bigger recipe for tetanus out there. Uh, really not great. Uh, so they, uh, she originally wanted to make out, but now she wants to kind of play hide and seek, I guess. Yeah, it, uh, this is where a slasher gives you some nudity. Normally. Normally. It yes. dropped the ball on that and this one here. Yep. It's surprising. I mean, this movie was not... It always shocks me when a movie like this doesn't follow the rules of making a movie that makes money when clearly it's a movie made to make money. Yep. Like, it's... They went, okay, cool. This This is cheap. We have this location. We can do this story. It's easy. And then they're like, well, you know, boobs would make us extra money. No, nah, let's not. You know, cutting out that pig scene would have. Nope, let's not. Nope. It's like <laughs> keep the real guys, pig slaughter. What is wrong with you? Lose the fun boobs. Lose the fun parts. <laughs> um. So he eventually finds her in this uh this hide and seek thing that they're doing in a rusty old VW microbus, and uh, she once she's caught, she pushes him violently out of the bus through the door, like down. I don't know, four feet into a rusty fucking pig enclosure. I this is just dangerous fun that they're having around here. But yeah. they're drunk teens, whatever. So uh so he does what any kid would do when he sees a bunch of pigs, picks up a shovel and starts scaring them all. Tormenting them. Like yeah. uh, I mean, I'm glad that he's dead. Yeah. He deserves what he got. Uh, but uh, yeah, so he's tormenting the pigs, and this pisses off Buddy, who is our reg- resident hatchet murderer. Yeah, we we kind of meet him here, yeah. Yeah. He uh, he slashes the dude's face half off. It looks great. Looks amazing. Uh, you don't really see any special effects so much. It's just the uh, just between the editing and the yeah. actor's acting. Just uh, perfect. It looks like a really brutal hit. Yeah. It, it's amazing. It's amazing what they do with editing in a movie from this era that mm-hmm. just like all they needed to do was that and it could not possibly have looked more brutal. Yep. It looks like it looks like he legitimately slices half the guy's face. Off. Oh yeah. Um and so if you need to uh to describe Buddy, I think of him as a kind of he looks like Chris Farley uh cosplaying as Chris Angel uh <laughs> as a pro wrestler. That's my that's my take on him. 
I I, I love his look. Oh, dude, I love he's his style. Incredible. I love his character. I love everything about the him. outfit. The like the weird meat hook on his neck. Yeah, no, it's not a meat hook. It's a pigtail. I think. Hmm. He's he wears that big ass chain, and I think it's a big yeah. pigtail oh, hanging weird. from it. Well, that would make sense. Yeah. And uh, the only thing I don't like about him is that he was never in a sequel. Yeah, it's very sad. There are moments in here that I feel are specifically to set up a sequel. Oh, yeah. It's from the end alone. <laughs> I mean, but I, sure, the ending, but I mean, there's there's plot threads that are okay. throughout this thing that are dropped for no reason. And it really confuses me. You know what? Uh, we can talk about it now, even though... Are you talking about the younger son? I'm talking about the fucking what younger the, son. What the fuck is the younger son? <laughs> They're constantly dropping. Oh, well, you know about the younger son. Constantly? Whatever happened but, but to they, they only did it once. <laughs> oh, they, do, they did it like three times. What? There only- was the, the conversation out in the, in the pig pen. They mention him like the first... No, at least twice. At okay, least I twice. I only thought there was one reference. Because I was like... Because I remember, I remember watching this and thinking like, oh, yeah. And then, you know... Always thinking we're gonna get that younger reveal at the end, yeah. where it's just like, oh, it's it's the weird mutant kid who's been pulling all the strings that lives in the basement right. that nobody exactly. knows about. You know like what I mean? They, gonna... they set it up for that what a Doctor right. Satan kind of thing, Ugh. but they, we never got anything. No, we never get that. You wanted you wanted him to be like a half pig hybrid. Yeah, you know, like Dad fucked a pig, and now we've got some <laughs> sort of horrible pig child. But no, we don't get that, uh, unfortunately. I do want to, um, I really do want to get the Vinegar Syndrome release of this, because I read that it is chock full of extras, including a full director, writer-director wow. commentary, um, along with a full, big interview from the lead girl, Liz. Um, oh, no, uh, I love her. Oh, my God. Yeah, and she was on our show before. In, yeah. Uh, Demon Wind. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, on our show. Yeah, she was here. She was here. She was here. No. She, she was super nice. Uh, she was a sweetheart. <laughs> she is She is still, like, I don't know how old she would be now. Mm-hmm. She looks, I mean, she looks like she's 30, but I assume she must be 60, 50 something. And she's still like a pro, like, she's still a pro uh, stunt person. Oh, nice. And she like she worked on uh, Birds of Prey, the, the recent DC. Oh, the DC thing? Yeah. Yep. So, like, she's... How was that? I haven't seen it. Me neither. Yeah. But she's like, you know, she's like a legit stunt person. Yep. Uh, pretty cool. Uh, yes. Anyway, God, where the hell are we? <laughs> uh, Buddy just killed the, uh, Buddy kills the two kids. Yes. <laughs> we started with 16s so and we're going to go with four now. Yeah. Okay. So the <laughs> we get these two corporate guys walking out of the slaughterhouse and into an office. Um, they're, they're just there to smoke a lot and give us a little bit of exposition. Uh, they, they talk about how they run this like high tech industrialized meat packing plant. They want to buy buddy's dad's simple old school farm, but he won't sell. And the dad we find out is named less bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand, but whatever, it's fine. I'm sure well, that bacon it- is a last name. It's kind of. Sure. Really tongue in cheek that they sure. went with that for this. Like it almost seems like an airplane style comedy oh, oh. for a movie that totally isn't. Yeah, to- I mean, one hundred percent. That yeah. is that is the thing. But it's like also. Oh, you run the big factory farm. Oh, is your last name Conveyor? Like <laughs> Conveyor Bacon. Yes. But I think I'm Conveyor Bacon. I feel like if we knew more about how uh, how pigs were processed for for meat, the joke is even deeper than that because I feel like his like. His big spiel about thirty oh, percent oh, less fat yeah, less and all bacon. that stuff. Yeah, uh, like I don't know. 
I think there's I think there's something in there, but whatever. There's multiple levels to this so joke. So many levels. This movie's so deep. <laughs> so uh, the real we now go to renowned slaughterhouse scholar. <laughs> I've been researching the tome of slaughterhouse for years. Oh God. <laughs> Um, so we're in like a room 237 oh. movie about this. <laughs> I, I would watch it. I would yeah. absolutely watch it. And there you see Buddy's face in the clouds. <laughs> <laughs> this movie. So this movie as a child or as a, I don't know, preteen. I don't remember when I watched it, but I was pretty young. It yeah, was, I was probably like 14 or so when I first like saw it. Right when this came out. When I first rented it, it was from one of those like, uber sketchy like convenience stores Mm -hmm. where everything they had was like old Spanish and Italian horror movies and things that were like smoke damaged from like yard sales or garage sales or whatever else. You're saying there was a weird store in Northern Maine. Yeah. Yeah. It was the, it was the one that was basically, I'm not going to say what it was because it was a front for drugs. Like a (laughs) hundred percent. They basically pretended to sell, to rent movies. And every time me and my friend would go in there, they'd be like, what the fuck are you doing here? (laughs) You know, you want to rent these terrible things? And it was like, yes. Cause they were like, they were literally buying the cheapest crap that they could put on the shelf. Yep. And just to make it look like a store. Just to make it look like it was a store. <laughs> and so we would be excited about that because they had stuff like Slaughterhouse nice. and they had like really, like really cheesy horror movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, this is where I saw all of the uh, all of the Blind Dead movies. Okay. Yep. They had all of those there <laughs> too, which, you know, in the mid 80s was very strange. Yeah, it is very strange. Like <laughs> the <laughs> fact that I could rent this and like Night of the Seagulls at the same place was weird. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so this is the real sheriff, not the deputy. Yep. He pulls out of his driveway and nearly hits Skip, who is our preppy with the Jeep. So, and, he, and he's a fast driver. He is. Uh, Skip is a shitty driver and a fast driver. Both. Yeah, it's a, it's a double whammy. And also I learned from an interview with the director that he is literally a shitty driver, and this is the second Jeep they had because he totaled the first Jeep. <laughs> And almost killed what? all of the actors. They were basically training and doing like run throughs of scenes. And oh he God. totaled the first Jeep they had. And for the first week or so, every one of the actors had to wear special makeup because they all had bruises on their face from oh the crash. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They I did not know that yeah, at yeah. all. <laughs> so, fun fact. It's funny that they got him another car with no roof. <laughs> mm. It's like, couldn't we change it? It's no, like... the, the whole point was that it had to be a Jeep, I guess. They were really into this Jeep idea. And, like, their, their makeup person or, like, their hair person, some random person on the crew had a Jeep. And they were like, can we borrow this? We're going to have the guy that just totaled the Jeep. <laughs> He wants to drive it. <laughs> sure, why not? Seriously, just make Dave the driver. Oh, yeah. it wouldn't work for this scene. No, it wouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's so stupid. So this scene, this is this scene, this scene bothers me a little bit because because Dave whips up the jeep. You know what I mean? It almost crashes yes. into the sheriff, but he's going to pick up the sheriff's daughter. You know, they're they're yeah. dating in this. So he's driving the jeep fast to go pick up Liz and almost hits a cop. And the cop, the sheriff, gets out of the car and he's just like. You know, Skip, you're a good kid, but one of these days I'm going to be scraping you off the sidewalk. All right, have fun driving Liz to school. Yeah, Bye. No <laughs> like, what, dude? What? You know that your 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 <laughs> daughter is also in this car, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, weird. Uh, weird choice. Yeah, real weird. So, all right, this is uh, 
Oh yeah, the uh, this is where the the corporate douchebags go out to make their offer to Lester Bacon, the owner of Bacon and Sons Slaughterhouse. Sons and Sons, right? So that's reference number one, motherfucker. Yep. Okay, I never I never put together until right now. <laughs> Woohoo! Vindicated, even though I was totally wrong up until now, and I could not think <laughs> well, of where. Well, there's definitely two references. Definitely two references. I get that at least. Mm. Uh, okay, so this is really this is very strange because it's that like that '80s you know A team trope essentially you know where <laughs> yeah. you've got the you got the bad guys pulling up to be like. We're going to buy out your land because one we way want, or another, one way or another. But the fact is that these guys are the good guys. There's yeah. no way around it. They are going to foreclose on this slaughterhouse, this this farm. The whole yeah. thing is going to be foreclosed on that day. And these, your, your choice is here's 55 grand. Here's 55 grand, a job as a consultant, and you get to stay on the land that you own. Or you get nothing but you a get, boot nothing they sue you you get kicked off the land and you're destitute i'll choose destitution and he chooses destitution <laughs> because he's an insane old weirdo he uh um this actor is great though i think he puts oh, on a, i think fun. he puts on a great role here yeah, uh, yeah. he delivers some great um soliloquies <laughs> so, so, or monologues i have no idea what the plural of soliloquy is soliloquy <laughs> I think I just said it. <laughs> okay. It's a, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Soliloquets. <laughs> mm. Soliloquy. Solox. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, no, he does. He does some great stuff. But uh, and this is definitely one of his one of his big one of his big moments here, which is his He was not in much. I wanna say he was in this, Hobgoblins and uh one other damn little thing. Right. Was he the was he the guy that ran the uh, was he the the it's been a long the time, but I, I believe guy. so, yeah. Who's the security guy from Hobgoblins? That's really weird. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> that makes some sense. Oh, yeah, and the other fun fact is uh, Buddy. We, um, yes. Buddy is the hitchhiking motorcyclist from Blood Diner. Blood Diner. Who gets run over to uh, the Mambo song. <laughs> <laughs> he gets run over so many so times. So many times. And he survives it so many times. Yeah. <laughs> frustrating that poor driver to death. So, okay. So these guys are being decent. He yells at them and he's like, no, you're never going to get me off this land, blah, blah, blah. Um, But, uh, and we also get some other people. It looks like our, looks like our Jeep is heading out to the slaughterhouse too, but they never really make it out there for some reason. Whatever. They, they're driving down the road and we get that crazy break beat that like, I remember you writing me about this last night saying, I think I'm watching the wrong things. I think they edited some. Yeah. Late 90s yeah. drum and bass music into this. <laughs> it's so ahead of its time. Yeah. The fact that this is from 1987 blows my mind. That it, little that sa- little drum and bass thing it is It sounds like, like square pusher. Like it gl- does. glitchy electronic. Yeah. You know, fast uh computer snares. Yeah, it's really bizarre. Yeah, like if that was like a prodigy song, it would be perfect. It, yep. would be it doesn't like even right fit with the radio ad. No. Though. It's just like completely out of nowhere. It's so so weird. Um, but so awesome. I'd never actually noticed it before. I, I mean it never right. stood out to me until you texted me being like, What version are you watching? Because like Yeah. And then once that part started, I knew exactly what you were referencing. I was like, Nope, this is legit. This is right here on the tape. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Uh but yeah. So 
And they just, uh, yeah, it's a radio ad for that stupid-ass dance that has nothing has to do with this whole movie. <laughs> the K-Fat Hog something. Pig Out. Pig Out, yes. Yeah. Pig um, Out Dance. I, I do have a minor complaint about that. We'll get to it. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so uh, the Jeep drives down the road. Uh, they're going to Slaughterhouse Road, too, for some reason. Don't know why. Uh, Sheriff pulls up to Bacon and Sons Hog Slaughtering Farm again. Um <laughs> And this is the last, this is, oh no, so this is not the second time, but this is where he has the, the big long thing, blah, blah, blah. They kick him off the property, and then we see the teens gassing up, yeah. <laughs> and they talk to their local nerdy friends who are working at the gas station. Uh, it's great how, to see them for a second. <laughs> we don't know who any of them are, we just know that one of them doesn't have enough money for gas, yeah. or for food, um, and that they eat burgers at... 7 30 9 a.m 9 a.m or whatever 9 a.m they drown french fries and ketchup yep so we cut back to the farm and they're finally posting for foreclosure notices on the slaughterhouse they this is another place where they drop plot points that don't go anywhere where they're like ah oh, there's you know one that's important there's power to the slaughterhouse okay sure Les had an office up there. Gotcha. Totally important. He's like, and then there's those underground coolers that are still there. I wonder what they're up to. I don't know. We'll never find out. Yeah. We never see them. It's like, it seemed like such a big deal. We do, though, don't we? Isn't that where, what? The, isn't that where the finale, where they all the bodies are hooked on the end down there in those? Is that what they're talking about? Maybe I believe that, so, oh, Okay, yeah. so that's what they're talking about. They still have all those underground coolers. I think that was... You okay, know, so that's the all right. Okay, that's where everybody's it. hanging for the big, you know, body count reveal at the end. Nice, and probably, okay. you know, more plot points that weren't used. It's probably sober sound deaf down there. So okay, can there hear, you though. go. No one can hear you scream. Yes, excellent. In the super underground cooler. I'm glad that that got answered because that was bugging me. Yep, fixed. Um, thank you. <laughs> uh, okay, so perfect movie again. Yeah, so the the plot dump goes on, and we find out that uh, Lester originally fired one of the guys who runs the corporate slaughterhouse, forcing mm-hmm. him into business on his own, and that Lester has the two kids. One is lightheaded, and nobody knows what happened to the other brother. If he's as ugly as Buddy, the hogs probably ate him. <laughs> I want to see this kid. I want to know. I mean, that's what I... Th- I mean, this must be sequel shit. Yeah. It has to be, like, some sort of setup for a sequel. Or maybe they were, like hinting that they were going to use him as like the reveal at the end and they ran out of money. That's my guess. Okay. Is that I I think this movie had a lot of things that were going to happen that didn't. And then they just only saved like the base model of that thought. And I got another instance later on. We'll get to. Yep. That makes sense. Okay. So, uh, deputy Dave, uh, does his little, little thing about having the wife and the screamers. And he'd rather not see them splattered all over the front of Skip's Jeep. I was a kid, too. Once. <laughs> Once. He just says the weirdest pause there. So weird. Uh, and we cut to Buddy hanging out with his best friends, the pigs. Yeah, I love this. It's so good. I mean, I, I read a lot of reviews that people hated this. They were like, Buddy sucks. Like, whenever you just see him not killing, he's just like hanging out with pigs and shit. And it's stupid. What? I'm like, what? This makes the character, man. That's the whole point. Yeah. The guy's like raised by pigs. Yeah, he a lot snorts of... and like grunts like yeah. a fucking pig. I read several reviews saying like, Buddy's not scary at all because like whenever he's not actually killing, he's just doing cutesy things and he looks what? cute and it's stupid. I was like, that's not cute. That's not normal. 
That's no, weird, man. That's, he's being fucking weird. He he's doesn't talk. He squeals. He eats dog food with his fingers. He's sitting in <laughs> piss and shit. Yeah. You know, and actually literally is, too. The actor was doing that, too. Yes. Uh, the actor actually grew up on a pig farm in Missouri. That so he was very sense. well accustomed to uh, pig wrangling. So yep. he was a natural fit for this. It's, I mean, and that's the thing that I thought Fun was, little piggy fact. When, <laughs> that is a good, pa- a good piggy fact. Because when I watched this, I was like, watching him move that pig around, mm-hmm. I was like... Oh, that's not the first time he's picked up a pig before, <laughs> first off. And second off, the way that he moves it like he's, like, moving a lamp, and that's, like, a 150-pound pig. Yeah. And he's like, whoop, okay, you go down over here. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit, Buddy's a strong motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like, he's an intimidating presence. Oh, yeah. That's It's funny that they thought that, because, like, he's laying in the pen with a 600-pound yeah. sow leaning on him, and he's like, okay, now you go over here, 600-pound pig. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, whatever. So, apparently he hates cats. Yeah, don't I guess know, so. Don't know why. Cat shows up and he growls at it. And then we later find it hanging. Yeah, that was dumb and unnecessary. Dumb and unnecessary. And they used a real cat, which was really unnecessary. What, for the hanging? Yeah, that, that's an actual dead cat from a fucking lab. And it looks fake as shit. <laughs> it couldn't look more like a stuffed animal. And they still got like a... Like a formaldehyde-soaked cat to hang in the... It's like, Weird. Why do that? Yeah. That's terrible. And it wasn't... It didn't add anything. Nope. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. It'd be one of those things where, like, it would make sense if, like, Buddy was going to kill the girl near the end and then a stray cat walked by and he got distracted by it. You know, yep. that we set up this thing where, like, Buddy can't not go after cats. But, like, they don't do anything <laughs> with it. I mean, that'd be a stupid thing to do anyway, but I'm just saying, like... This this dead cat part doesn't add anything. Like it could have been completely you know, yeah. scrapped. Movie the same. I I also feel like they they kind of drop the ball with with Buddy and and his pigness. Mm-hmm. Like he's not enough of a pig. You know what I mean? Like I, it feels like they were really going for like a raised by wolves, but only raised by pigs kind of yep. thing here. And he doesn't really lean into that, which is kind of too bad. I mean, it would have been stupid as hell if he had, but yeah. I kind of would have loved it. Uh, okay. I would have liked it a lot if actually he went after the cat and we thought he was going to kill it. And then once he found it, he like pulled out a bag of cat treats and was all like super nice with it. That would have made a better right all around. Exactly. Because we are like, it is this whole thing where he is, he just hates people. Yeah. He's pretty much, he loves the pigs. Yeah. Which is weird because, you know, he does work on a fucking hog facility be a conflict of interest there. yeah there, there's got to be a moment when he uh when he says goodbye to his friends there mm-hmm. but uh who knows so can't believe i never thought of that i don't understand well i mean but then again that doesn't the slaughterhouse hasn't been used in however many years like nothing's been yeah you know there's rotting animal corpses all over this property mm-hmm. who knows what's going on over there um but now uh buddy and his dad are having a Having a heart-to-heart talk, and Buddy just grunts because he does, doesn't really talk. Um, but he's like, Buddy, are you playing some kind of prank? And then he goes around the corner, and he finds out that the funny prank that Buddy's been playing is that he's murdered two teenagers and hung them on meat hooks. Uh, which is the funniest prank, as we yeah. all know. Oh, Buddy. Oh, Buddy. That's our Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Man, Portland is hopping tonight. I don't know what is going on. We're going to have a lot of ambient sound in this recording. But whatever. Um, 
So Lester's like, listen, those teenagers aren't anything to worry about. The people that you really need to kill are the <laughs> sheriff and those other two dudes. And Buddy's like, okay, cool, I'm okay, in. got it. <laughs> Down. And then, of course, we cut directly from that to our wacky 80s montage. The kids go to a local CVS and get fucking frisky trying on masks and sunglasses. Dude, uh, so, uh, so this movie's bizarre because... There's some people wearing costumes, I think, at the dance later on. Are there? I, there was one girl that looked like she was dressed. I couldn't tell if it was a costume, like a spacesuit costume, or no, just a goofy like, wearing, new wave dance yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This you know, was like, just the, the cloth funnel I'm talking about? Yep, it's all silvery. Totally. Okay. <laughs> I love my cloth funnel so very much. <laughs> um, so, But yeah, so they go to CVS for masks, and the only time masks would be at CVS is Halloween. Yep. But there's not a single mention of Halloween or a jack-o'-lantern to anywhere to be seen in this so it's kind of bizarre it's one of those it's one of those like, drug stores that sells masks year round for the kids it's that or it's <laughs> halloween i'm leaning more to halloween but just shocked that they don't mention halloween at all because this could be a this could have been a perennial halloween class yeah you know what i mean like it's too bad we could have had a scene with like trick-or-treaters going to the slaughterhouse and being like whoa shit <laughs> like catching some of the, the killings and no the kids would get like like ham hocks yes. like dropped into there <laughs> there you go kid this is a great cut of meat or uh, like yeah they run out of snickers bars and then just start passing out pig feet <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so they go to get masks for liz's horror video i guess that's what they're for okay sure. because and sure. then they they i love this stupid part here they're like where should we go they're like, oh, we should go to the old grain silo. Oh, no. How about we go to the old creek? Oh, no. What about if we go to the old abandoned factory? No. What about the old strip mall? No. And they just keep going on this. Like, this everything's got old. Fucking it's decaying. It's so old there. Oh, my God. And eventually God. they decide to go to the old slaughterhouse. Should we go to the old Grecian ruins? <laughs> yeah. What if we go to the old Acropolis? Uh, yeah. <laughs> This is an ancient little uh, little town in the middle of Tennessee. Yeah, I just I just love all the the, the word old in front of everything. <laughs> just cracked me up. Uh, Amazing. But yeah, so they go to the old slaughterhouse to shoot um, Liz's horror video, and this part bugs me a bunch because, as I mentioned earlier, these teens are not fleshed out. There's no rhyme or reason. We don't ever learn that Liz is like a film student nope. or like an aspiring movie nope. maker or she has like this class she's doing we or, just or know she, she, all we she's know making is she's making a horror video and we it bothers me to no end that we literally don't even get a definition of what a horror video is. We don't know if it's a music video, a is short it? film. All we know is Nothing. that she's shooting on a camcorder with two dudes in yep. CVS masks running around like assholes in a abandoned factory. That's um, all we know. And that's all we, that's all the footage is like, there's no, what is she doing? Like, I, <laughs> it really bugs me how unfleshed out that is. Yeah, me too. It's, it's super frustrating. Um, so, uh, and then right. I love, I love when they leave the factory too, we get that final shot of, um, snake man slipping across on the meat hook and then he pulls off the mask and he's like, all right, let's blow this pop stand. And then we go back outside to do some more running and jumping. Cause these kids just run and jump <laughs> everywhere. They're so active. Mm -hmm. This is, these are today's active teenagers. Yeah. They're at work and play with their new hair. They're just like chugging Lickamade things like between every scene getting all sugar high. <laughs> uh, this is also uh, so 
in between there, we get the scene where uh, Lester calls Harold while Buddy's honing his cleaver. It's that scene where he's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like sharpening his cleaver Ooh. and and he's like spitting tobacco into an old old pig skull. Can we talk about that cleaver? Yes. What a cool weapon. That is a cool weapon. It's this it's this gigantic meat cleaver with a big pig's leg for a handle. Like Yep. It's so it cool is, and it fits Buddy so well. Yeah, it's so like, good. And it's got a little bell on the end of it, which I thought was funny. Yeah. I mean it's it's they had a great character in Buddy, yeah. and you know, spoiler alert for the movie from '87. Yeah, Buddy makes it out alive in the end, to to, to the best of our knowledge. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's like, man, this could have been a franchised cool killer. Like, I agree. I'm I'm surprised. I honestly, I guarantee you, it's the slaughterhouse scene. It's the it's the opening credits. It's the only reason this movie isn't isn't held to be a, a modern classic. Yep. I think if it weren't for that opening credit sequence where they're killing pigs. You'd be like, people would watch this movie. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's the thing that loses. Again, I've, I've read several things or people that found this tape and they were yeah. just like, anybody want to trade me this tape? I tried it, but I couldn't get it. I, I shut it off instantly. Yep. Yeah. I'm. Dang. I guarantee it. Yep. Uh, okay. So let's see. Yeah. So so uh, this Lester's calling Harold, who's one of the one of those dudes. He's like. You know what? I'm going to I'm going to sell. You should come over here. I was being crazy. I was, I, and that 30% fat thing, that was a crazy thing too. I understand, I understand profit, profit margins. <laughs> yeah, and so he's he's bringing him out there so buddy can murder him obviously. And uh and then we get the scene of the teens at the at the slaughterhouse. But Which is a fun 80s montage, but again, it, it just bothers me that we don't there's no rhyme or reason. Like But again, you want to talk you want to talk like infectious disease problems. You're <laughs> literally like fucking around with like sharp objects in the middle of a slaughterhouse that's been decommissioned for 20 mm-hmm. years. Oh god, you <laughs> and imagine the smell of that place too. Yeah. Just horrendous. Whatever. It's shocking that no one was like actively vomiting from the smell in that place. Was it a legit slaughterhouse using this? It had I mean, to it have sure been. Sure, it looked like it. it yeah. I mean, I think that's what it was. Uh, I think that was. But it, it also, I feel like it also could have been any kind of factory that they just called it and like. Yeah, it's true. But I mean, they had so many meat hooks. Yeah. And, but you like, can hang other things on a hook that's not just meat. Like maybe it was a big jacket factory and they hung lots of coats on those things. <laughs> That was the Burlington Coat Factory. <laughs> the, the original Burlington <laughs> Coat Factory was there. Uh, yeah, that, I think that was it. <laughs> Matt, you're fired. <laughs> Matt, you're fired. <laughs> uh, but the, there's one scene in this. So we already know that the power's on and that they know that the power's on. And they literally are sending people down conveyor belts in this thing. Yeah. And then there's the scene where they're like, I'm going to playfully put our friend's neck on this thing that is meant to cut meat <laughs> and it cuts through flesh and bone easily they do that later on too they're why like why are they, you doing this yeah well and they dare the girls to go in later on you know it's abandoned but there's lights there's <laughs> clear as day yeah. lights on like there's not powered lights on abandoned buildings no guys, like that. no you should you should be concerned <laughs> yeah yeah uh so and that song Oh my God, <laughs> that was so weird. The lyrics to that song, I didn't write any down. I wish I had. Oh, I don't recall a single one. But I mean, they were, it felt like like stream of consciousness writing. Like okay. everything was just like, they'd take a line that meant nothing and then rhyme whatever closest rhyme to that I'll line. I'll have to pay attention to it next time. I didn't, so bad. I didn't even listen really to it. really funny. Yeah. 
really funny. Um, okay. So, oh, and now Lester calls the other guy and lures him to the slaughterhouse while then Buddy's eating dog food out of the can with his yeah. fingers, which is I like that. super gross. I remember trying that when I was like 16. <sighs> or like, yeah, when I was working at Hannaford, when I was 16, I was just like, I wanted more money to spend on movies because I always bought shit. I was like, you know, I'm in high school making like, I don't know what it was, five twenty five an hour. And it was just like, fuck, I don't have enough money for movies. So I was like, what if I can eat just a can of dog food instead of like buying a dinner? Like, is it that bad? Yes. <laughs> of course it's that bad. It's also not human food grade. So technically you could have botulism or whatever in that and uh to this day i think so i think they'll just let that go <laughs> definitely not my best uh, stoner idea but it was just one of those things like maybe i could just i mean it is one of, of your stoneriest ideas a, though, a can I think. of dog food is only 69 cents if you could eat that that could be a whole <laughs> meal for less than a dollar menu item <laughs> I <hate> this story <laughs> I, I feel I've honestly, matured a lot and got smarter over the years. I feel like for the first part of that story, I was like, I was too aghast to process it. And I was like, no, this can't be real. He, This must be leading up to something and it's a gag. No. And then as I realized that it was true. No, I'll be real with you. I, I, did, I tried it. <laughs> I, I, wow. I was like, if I could do this, I could free up so much more movies for CDs, so much more money for CDs and, and movies. <laughs> Uh, good times good times <laughs> oh my god so uh if anybody out there is thinking about eating dog food for budgetary constraints i, I do recommend against it okay yeah cat food definitely is the way try to go that. Try, no, it's but, not. I but tried fancy feast is a fancier feast than the average but it is it is going to be more expensive so yeah but to be fair it is a fancy feast not everyone can afford that i'm shit that's true <laughs> Uh, so the sheriff goes back to his office and he's irpy because he's been seeing corpses on the highway. And so he goes to the bathroom and his secretary talks to him. And apparently she may not have been the greatest actress because as soon as her head turns, she is full on dubbed like a fucking Kung Fu movie, (laughs) (laughs) like really dubbed. And it stands out like a sore thumb. Yeah. Um, so Deputy's wandering around the slaughterhouse because he's now looking for the rowdy teens for some reason. He's looking for the missing ones. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, because we have those two missing teens. Yeah. Uh, so he's as he's walking around, the machines turn on. We see the dead cat and he's like he's got he's got his gun out. Like, and he turns around a corner and goes into the freezer and his arm with the gun is just in the freezer and Buddy slams his arm in the freezer door and then chops his hand off with the giant cleaver. I love this scene too, because then the cops on the ground missing his hand and Buddy comes out holding his chopped off hand that's still holding the gun Yep, and points the gun at the cop and you're like, oh shit, Buddy's going to shoot him. But then Buddy just starts going, pew, pew, playing with the gun like a little kid. Yeah. Yep. And the cop just bleeds out. Yep. And, that's and it. it's like surprisingly potent. Like yeah. The scene, like it's fucking great. It's yeah, it's creepy. Um, so yeah, and he bleeds out while dispatch is calling him on his like they they cut out to his car. Yep. And dispatch is calling him. And so it's it's just a honestly this movie's really well shot. Yeah. It's. It, 
it's really well edited, especially. Mm-hmm. The editing in this movie is pretty phenomenal. Um, so Lester's mad because Buddy keeps killing people that aren't on his list. So <laughs> well, to, to be fair, Buddy thought he was doing the right thing. He did. He thought he was killing the sheriff, <laughs> but it was just a dead... Holy shit, is that a fucking... Bob Marley joke? No, he pulled a reverse Bob Marley. He shot the deputy. He killed the deputy, but he didn't kill the sheriff. (laughs) So it's a full-on reversal of Bob Marley right here. Um, (laughs) Man, that just makes it even more clever. Like, this movie is just so deep like that. (laughs) So, Buddy makes a cat noise at the corpse here, and I don't know what that was about. (laughs) Um, Just roll with it. (laughs) Cool. Uh, So, Harold shows up, and, and Lester takes him a tour through the slaughterhouse, and then traps him with a pile of corpses. Uh, Buddy's like Buddy's hanging over his head, like waving his cleaver at him. This part I felt was kind of funny because like he could have backed up. Like <laughs> Buddy's laying on the ground with his arm dangling off something, but there was like places for him to go. I was confused by this. I'm not gonna lie. He made it almost feel like 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 there were knives swinging 360 degrees around him, and he couldn't back up or go anywhere. He was just like, oh oh my god, somebody's swinging one arm in one direction. <laughs> it felt like he was tied up. No. But he was he not. He was just let in there, yeah. Yeah, that, that's very confusing. And then Buddy's arm came down. It was kind of one of those things where they just pretended that he couldn't go anywhere. When, yeah, when I guess that must be it. He's just like, go ahead, try to run. Buddy can cut anything. And it's just like, <laughs> okay, yeah, but Buddy's still just laying on his stomach, <laughs> all, hanging off a, a you yeah. know, upper level, and dude's a big guy. It's going to take him a little bit of time it's to get to his feet, too. Like, you can get away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but he decides to have basically a mock trial and like, yeah, this was cool. <laughs> it's funny how, it's funny how quickly Lester goes insane. Oh God. Yeah. It's like, almost like two different characters because he starts out and he's like, like he knows that he's, you're not supposed to kill people. And then he's like, well, two people are dead. Let's fucking get yeah. it on. <laughs> like now the fucking, now the reins are off. We're just going, yep. going full, full on. So well, it's kind of like when you break your diet, you know what I mean? You're just like, well, shit, I already had that donut at work. I might as well get the freaking large steak and cheese with extra mayo for dinner because I already Hell did that. Hell yeah. You know? That's a good point. You know, once <laughs> that, That's exactly what Lester does. He's like, well, we shouldn't kill people, but fuck, buddy already killed two, so who cares? You know, it's already the electric chair. What are they going to do? Yeah. Give us extra electric extra chair? Extra electric chair for the other eight people we killed? <laughs> nope. Okay. <laughs> So <laughs> this this was really confusing. I liked I mean I guess this is just another one of those things in horror movies where when you're writing them you if it's a fucking leprechaun you just think of every single Irish thing you can think and you throw it at it. So it's a slaughterhouse so you throw everything you know about slaughterhouses into the script. So here he says, "Don't worry, you won't feel a thing, Harold. We do things kosher." <laughs> Which means that Buddy picks him up by the head and crushes his skull. Which is, yeah, I, uh, is that what rabbis do? And I, I mean, don't I'm think not that's, I don't think that's even what kosher means, no, does it? Absolutely not. Okay, I didn't think so. Like, <laughs> no, definitely, it means that a rabbi is there when they slit their throat that they drain it of blood. Yeah, but they don't kill them in like a painless way or anything. Oh, I or guess maybe the, the rabbi crushes her head. No, I guess that's what. Go- <laughs> <laughs> The rabbi puts the animal in a pile driver, and (laughs) they only hire 350-pound rabbis who can pick a steer up over their head and slam them to the ground. (laughs) Rabbi wrestler sounds like such a great one-off WWF character from the 90s. It's 
I'm shocked it didn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, now I do get it. I get why it was kosher because they're bleeding him by crushing his head. Now I understand. That's where the kosher joke came from. Okay, got it. Um, I still don't get it. I don't really get it either. <laughs> um, so uh, now we cut to shirtless Skip being a hot dog, which is a thing that they say a lot in this because pig jokes, I guess. Um, so he and Liz make out in the park while Buddy's playing with a dead bird back on the farm. <laughs> he's trying to make it fly. And he's like, oh, oh buddy. hi, little bird. Go on. And he like tries to throw it up in the air and get it to fly. It falls to the ground and he's like, what the fuck? It stops on it. He's so mad. He's so angry at this desiccated bird corpse that won't fly. Um, so the sheriff goes out looking for Deputy Dave. And so he hits up the local sleazy bar. Because he knows that he's dating. Well, the secretary hips him to it. Yes. Says oh, you, that's You should right. check out yeah, the yeah. East Side Motel because he's been hanging, his, doing his lunch breaks there. Because I think he's. Yep. Seeing that skirt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yep. And okay. So this part, <laughs> I I love this part a lot, but I don't know if it's if I'm hearing this correctly. Okay. I didn't rewind it, and I probably should have. So back on the farm. Do we hear the theme to the good, the bad, and the ugly? We do. When played when with first pig starts... squeals. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I don't know about pig. Yeah. Honk, wah, wah. <laughs> yep. Okay. There is a little parody of All that. Right, got yep. it. <laughs> so, uh, so this is where Buddy struts like it's my favorite oh, scene of the whole movie. His like full on like sassy strut when he yeah. leaves the door wearing the sheriff's or the deputy's shirt wearing the deputy's shirt that's four sizes too six small sizes. from him six <laughs> sizes too small all ripped out all Hulk ripped yeah put on and wearing those and mirrored aviator yeah and wearing the mirrored aviator glasses and uh, he gets into his car and at first he just pretends to drive it like a little kid does <laughs> Then he realizes that the keys are actually in it. So then he drives it like a real person. Yeah, he's he's very excited about it. <laughs> that scene is magic. Yes, really is. Um, but he's like he's. Oh, <laughs> I love the reaction shots to the pigs too. Oh, yeah. Because he's in the he's in the car like making his crazy pig noises, he's just <laughs> driving donuts everywhere and, all over the yard. And the like they keep shooting reaction shots of the pigs, and they're like, "Woo!" The pigs like look like they're really excited. They're like looking out. And they're like, "Yeah, you go. Yay! <laughs> like, oink, we're, oink. we're on your side, man. Come on, get out of here." Um, and he does. He does. Uh, he passes Dave's old mistress on the road. She waves at him. She's like, "Oh, hey, it must be Dave because I recognize that car." Yeah, it's the same fucking car the sheriff drives. How do you know the difference? Uh, yeah. Right, whatever. She waves. And she pulls over, th- like, he pulls a Yui in the middle of the road, just slams on the brakes, turns around, and she gets out because she's like, oh, it must be my boyfriend. Yeah. Then she realizes it's Buddy, and she screams and runs. And uh, then Buddy attacks a car, and this is really, I like this part. Yeah, it's uh, really good. He smashes a windshield with a giant rock, <laughs> and uh, then chases her into... I guess another junkyard thing filled with metal everywhere. What was that thing? No idea, but it made for a great set yeah, piece. It, it was like this giant cylinder that had a 
It's so hard to describe. It, yeah, it's, it's just, like a big tube made out of a ton of other tubes, so you could stick like a knife through the slits. Yeah, it was it was essentially like a giant barrel that had that was just made out of bars. Yeah, that you could see through. Yeah, so you like, could see. Like, it's some piece of farm equipment, whatever it is. Yep. Um, but, uh, yeah. And then he 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 kills her by slitting her throat, and it does your favorite thing: mm. the juxtaposition. Yeah, the juxtaposition. Uh, the whatever you call those edits. So it it's goes called the juxtaposition. Well, it is. <laughs> it goes uh, straight to, uh, to cutting, slicing a tomato. Yeah. Which is real good. So, uh, sheriff goes home and, uh, it's, uh, this is Liz's dad. They talk about Dave being missing. There's like no real point here except to insult the, the concept of instant mashed potatoes, I guess. Um, they had cardboard (laughs) and the dad comes home and eats it and he's like oh my favorite (laughs) i don't understand any of it dumb dumb scene like (laughs) this guy had a real axe to grind Mm. against mashed potatoes (laughs) um speaking of which buddy doesn't have an axe to grind just so you know buddy has a cleaver to grind oh that tagline so stupid it is not. That fucking tagline rules. Yeah, Come but it's on. stupid because there is no axe. Like, yes, that's but what makes it stupid. Does yes. it ever stick in your head, though? I mean, yes. do I quote that constantly? Yes. When the hell does that come up? <laughs> oh, my God. Constantly? Do you have a lot of axes to grind? I, literally, every time I'm grinding an axe, I'm like, <laughs> hey, honey, I've got an axe to grind. A big axe. <laughs> Were you watching Axe Giant again? <laughs> <laughs> No, maybe that's slaughterhouse. It. Maybe it's when I'm referencing Axe Giant. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so let's see. The other slaughterhouse owner shows up at the sla- or the other corporate guy. I can't remember what his name is. Not uh, Tom, I think. Sure, cares. <laughs> nobody cares. Um, so he he comes in, and this this was really quick. Instead of giving him the tour this time, he just shows up, and then Buddy menaces him from behind. Yep. Basically traps him between the two of them, and he's like, Buddy's a good boy, but he has what you might call hygiene problems. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... They have some sort of a blender that I guess is used to dispose of the the carcass parts that you can't... Yeah, it's basically what that is. is once, they, once, they, once they scrap all the meat off, they just throw that in there and it grinds it all up and, and yep. sprays it everywhere. <laughs> that's, For realsies. Uh, that's great. Yeah. I need one of those. It's gross. <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, they uh, they feed him into it. And it's lazy, man. Uh, this is a lazy-ass kill. It bothers me. Because we see him getting sucked into it, but there's no, like, blood spurting up or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, I agree. We don't see, like, we don't see any special effects of him getting grinded up. And then once he's finally, we just get this dumbass cut where it's like they threw some gizzards in there with a flannel yep. shirt and was like, yep, that's him all ground up. Like, it looks so dumb. I will say it's that a he, giant fault as the, the actor... When he's going in, yeah. he sells it. Yeah. Like, the actor does, sells the no, hell out of it. What, how could they not rig up a, a blood yeah. spurty from from underneath there? Yeah, that's it a It seems real so simple to do, too. Yep. No no real gore in that scene, which no, is surprising. No, it's a lazy, lazy okay. kill. And now we go back to the K-Fat Pig Out and the Battle of the Band's winner. <sighs> Play some real far-out new wave jams. People are dancing and... Eating pork, I think. Uh, sure. So here's the thing. These... 
from the beginning of this movie, we we um we never touched on this yet. Uh, we hear several radio ads. Oh, I guess we did with the German based radio. Well, but we, yeah, we but hear we, never we hear it. we hear several radio ads, and there's several mentions of the cops mention this big dance that everybody's going to go at. So to we the keep, gay fat pig out. We 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 do hear a lot about the weather that's going to come in and yep. deliver a rainstorm, and we do get that. But we, then we hear a lot about this pig out dance, you know, and mm-hmm. they constantly keep making it this thing. And they're like, oh, there's going to be there's going to be some shit going down at this pig out dance. Like, this is going to be a big thing here. Like, yeah. and so you're thinking like, oh, my God, Buddy's going to crash this. It's going to be like a dance massacre. You it's going to be like something fucking nuts. And no, they just dance for one half song and the power goes out and then they all just leave. Like, yeah, nothing is done no. with this big dance that they keep hyping. No, and once that- we get there, it's. It's fun. It's a fun montage. That's I like the music, but like, there's no point to this dance. Like, they this should, whole thing could have been left out. They should have mentioned it one time. But I mean, one time. but I mean, there wasn't even a need for this dance because no. we just dance for a bit, and then the power goes out. Then the kids are like, "Oh, we should go to the slaughterhouse." Like, they could have been eating burgers and just being like, "Man, I'm bored. Let's go to that slaughterhouse. It's a perfect night." Like. They didn't even need the power to go out of this dance. Like yeah. that wasn't even a plot point. Nothing of this dance had any meaning in this movie. Yeah, I don't. I don't really and understand. This is any one of those of things I mentioned earlier. Where, uh, yeah, tune into this podcast if you just want some idiot speculation on things instead of <laughs> real facts. But um, I well, suspect yeah. I suspect that there might have been like a dance massacre planned, or there might have been like a yeah, bigger thing with this plan. And so then too. all of a sudden they're like, "Whoa, we don't have the budget for this budget, kind of crazy yep. shit." But so they just had that inkling of a thought and left that dance in there because this is just, or just, we're just like, well, fuck it. We'll just do a dance, you know, yeah, instead of like, want, well, but like nothing happens. You this want dance speculation. Is, I would say what happens here is that Buddy was supposed to come in and kill a bunch of people in this dance and that back at the slaughterhouse, his brother was supposed to be there killing those other kids. Ah, that that's where the, like, you're adding tons of shit now. That's what I would have guessed, is that, like, probably the whole thing was supposed to have a denouement at the slaughterhouse. Like, they were supposed to go and, like, off people, and then the surprise was going to be that, like, you know, oh, we've killed Buddy, but, but the real crazy one is his brother. Oh, yeah. You know, one of those kind of cool. things. Yep. So, that's my guess. But yeah, so we go to this dance, and like I said, we get a fun montage, fun little tunes. Yep. Then the then the the power goes out because there's a storm coming in. Cuz the band just rocked too They rock too hard. hard that happens, man. Sometimes it happens you rock too hard and... so often. Yep. I'm constantly rocking so hard that the power goes out. I don't think the bees have ever finished a show. No, we just can't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just rock too hard and the power shuts off. I swear to god, I've probably I've probably told this anecdote on this show before. And I don't I, I hate to repeat them, but this one killed me so much. Do you remember Eggbot? Yeah. Okay, so... They sold sausages. We did indeed sell sausages. <laughs> so I was in this really weird Avant thing with, that was a Farfisa player and and me as a drummer. <laughs> and we just played very, very strange music. And um, But we got offered really weird gigs. We got offered, uh, like, across the board, we could play with almost anybody. We got offered this show in Methuen, Mass., that was for a bunch of veteran bikers. There were like Hell's Angels there. It was like, it was a big, like crazy cookout. And we were offered this, this show to play with them. And we were like, fuck it, let's do this. We actually got paid in hot dogs. Uh, and I mean... This is such a fitting anecdote for this movie. I guess you're right. <laughs> Literally, I mean, when I say we got paid in hot dogs, we filled the... I was a vegetarian at the time. So Eggbot got paid in hot dogs. We filled the trunk with hot dogs. They had so many leftover fucking hot dogs. It was like a case but either way 
Um, so we were playing this fucking show with this band called Love and Cry. There's a lot of insane stuff. Cry with a K. Real band. Insane. Uh, they were throwback glam metal guys. Like puffy shirt guitar player played like Ingve and like the leather vest guy played like a blues. darkness kind of thing. Yeah. Or? No, they were not tongue in cheek. Okay, they were in it to win it. <laughs> oh, okay, they were L.A. guys doing the like. He was cry. He had a teardrop tattoo. Like they were glam metal. So we're playing this thing, and they had set this thing up with all these crazy bikers, and this band was playing after us. And uh, and they'd also set up a bounce house. Because, <laughs> like, it was, like, crazy Vietnam veteran bikers and kids. So there was, like, a kids area during this thing. And this band was playing. And every time they'd go in, they'd be like, Hey, everybody, how's it doing? All right, oh, sexy lady over here. All right, we're going to play this one for you. And they'd start playing. And it would go, and the generator would blow. And the bounce house would start to collapse. <laughs> And it was so sad. You'd hear little kids screaming as the bounce house was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then they'd like, oh no, we got it back on. And it's like, okay, cool, cool. Oh, hey, how's it going out there, everybody? <laughs> we got this one for you. Power cuts out. <laughs> bounce house starts to play. <laughs> It literally. Oh my gosh, you were li- you were it, straight up out of place that were people were rocking too hard for the power in real life. It was like I was experiencing someone live larping Spinal Tap. I guess like, it was the most Spinal Tap thing that has ever happened to me in my whole life. So. I felt like that needed to be <laughs> shared. Oh my here. gosh, that's that's hilarious. I mean, I I I, I, I want to say I've only seen Eggbot once, and, and this was before I knew you, so I didn't realize that you were actually in that band. Oh I, yeah, I yeah. Say that was like at the Yale House, maybe. Yep. Yes. So I mean, that we're that's how far back we're talking. <laughs> yeah, I played with Eggbot for a very long time. Oh wow. <laughs> I recorded three albums with Eggbot. <laughs> uh, yeah, very strange. He was a very strange dude and loved to uh, to cause shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> he would he would start shit with pretty much anybody, and it got very dangerous at some shows. <laughs> uh, anyway, so okay, so now we're <laughs> where are we? So we're back here. Uh, where are we? Uh, we are at the the fucking young Frankenstein lightning storm that yes. takes up <laughs> the lightning. We're gonna ride the lightning to the end of the movie. So good, yeah. I, like it's so cheesy and so silly. But I wouldn't trade it for anything. No. Like this is the way you want this shit to happen in a movie mm-hmm. like this. It's like the lightning literally is like a big flash that lights up the side of the buildings, and it's like they're doing all this like way over the top like twenties filmmaking stuff. Yep. But it looks so cool, and it makes me so happy that it's it's done that way. <laughs> um. So they're like, man, there's a dumb thunderstorm. Let's go hang out in the old slaughterhouse. That's where the cool <laughs> kids go. And uh, these are like the dumbest teens. Oh, like this oh, is a time. Me. This is a time to split up and and go bone. Yeah. Yep. And you're like, let's send the girls in alone and lose our money if they do it. <laughs> like what? This is the it, worst bet ever. It's a bet that literally guarantees them not having sex. <laughs> and they're gonna lose <laughs> and their they're money. They're gonna lose money. Best case scenario. <laughs> 
I think they were lovers, man. They're like, you you girls go in there. We dare you. We're going to be down the road sipping on some cold ones and kissing. I mean, did I just say that out loud? No, I mean, not kissing. (laughs) Not kissing. Certainly not kissing. kissing. Drinking beer like men. Because we're manly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. This terrible. uh, This is not. um, Yeah, this is a bad bet. This is a bad, bad bet. You guys totally dropped the ball. (laughs) So so they do send the girls in. They're like, if you can last an hour, we'll give you $40. Yeah. What the hell? We'll let you know when we're done in the car. (laughs) (laughs) With our cold ones. (laughs) Yeah. hot ones uh, anyway uh so of course buzz and skip put on masks and go to scare the girls <laughs> but of course they're drunk and stupid so instead of like walking to the slaughterhouse and then putting on the masks they walk through the fucking jagged metal junkyard <laughs> with the masks on and they keep falling on giant piles of rusty metal and i have i have a problem with this part too my minor problem um Ugh. It bugs me that they're going. They're wearing these masks to go scare them, yes. but they, the girls know that they, ha- they have these masks. They're the same two masks from the horror video. So yep. it's like, who the fuck else would it be once you see that person? You might get a jump scare out of them, but you're gonna get the same thing if you're not, if you're wearing, not wearing that wearing mask. mask. Yeah, so like, of course, the whole thing of them wearing the mask here is just so ridiculous. But it, I mean, it, well, again, they've been drinking, so maybe that's right, part of the exactly. thing. Like, they think, think it's clever, but it's dumb. You know what I will say though is that when uh, Skip gets it, it oh, looks yeah. awesome because he's wearing the mask, and also it allows Buddy to have the mask, which is really creepy later. Yes, so that is true. The two things that happen because of it, like that kill, there's just something about it. I don't know what they did there. It's just like the one in the beginning where it, it, the hit looks so good. It looks brutal. Like yeah. It looks like if there's a dude that actually got hit with that, that his neck is snapped. Yeah. Like that was a that was a tough tough one. Um, it makes up for the laziness of the grinder kill, that's for damn sure. Yeah, it does. Uh, so let's see. Oh, and there's this fucking there's this legitimately brilliant shot here where uh, so Liz is trying to get through a door on the first floor. Yes, and, you, and then, then you see Buddy on the above. top. You see Buddy grabbing his axe out the. So he opens the door there, and as she's going in, he's coming out to grab that. And it's like it's set up so nicely. It's set up yep. at a weird little like kind of a Dutch angle kind of thing, and it just love it. it. it yeah, <laughs> just a beautiful shot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. Skip gets a second to look around, like literally one second before he gets meat hooked by Hi. Buddy. Yeah, that was just like pretty instant. Um, so, oh, oh yeah, the sheriff is also, by the way, the sheriff has found the car by now. Yep. And he knows that there's a smashed cop car or that there's an abandoned cop car. It, no, it was uh, the mistress's Mistress's car. smashed car. That's what he found. So then he headed on to the slaughterhouse because... Yes. Sure. (laughs) Because every single person is somehow adjacently related (laughs) to something that's going on at this slaughterhouse. If he went anywhere else in this fucking movie, he would have to be an idiot. This is literally the center of everything. It's it's like like in uh, The Mouth of Madness. Yes. No matter what road you take, you just end up at the slaughterhouse. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Same deal. Exact same deal. Um, let's see. Uh, okay. So, um, now we've got both the dudes are dead. Like, yeah, the other guy got killed too. Well, the other guy got axed in the neck. That was the, that was that amazing shot where he's wearing the snake mask and he gets that 
Ugh, so creepy. But uh, so now, now we get to our torture porn portion of the film. Yeah, I could have done without this. I mean, it's okay. Luckily, they don't dwell on it too no, much. No, it's. I mean, it's pretty silly stuff. It's, it's, it's. I thought that it was less disturbing than the same scene in Tourist Trap. I thought that the Tourist Trap version of this was in a PG movie was more disturbing than this. I don't, First, I honestly don't recall it. Um. The one where he's like pouring the wax over her face and saying that her her heart's going to stop oh, from yeah. terror and all that shit. Yep. Okay, yeah. This is, so this one, uh, what's his nuts? Uh, Les Bacon goes on this this rant about uh, how your finger is your most sensitive part of your body. <laughs> yeah. So just a tiny little cut across your fingertip will hurt way more than a slice across your gut. Yep. He brags about how quickly he can. And your skin fingertip and... has thirty percent less fat than your stomach. <laughs> I, yes, he doesn't really say that. He does not. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's he's bragging about his ability with the knives. He's got like a whole set of knives, and each one does a different thing. And mm-hmm. this one skins you, and this one chops it, and this one tenderizes it. <laughs> Down you go. Um, yep. Instead, he skins and dresses her boyfriend in front of her. He's like, well. I'm going to do this so you'll see what's going to happen to you. Which is really silly. Uh, but unfortunately, he's interrupted in mid-skinning by the sheriff coming through the door. Uh, so, And also, uh, she flips out and kicks him. And kicks him into uh, some hooks, some spikes. God, they've got too many spikes around that place. Too many spikes. <laughs> you know, that's that's probably why they were shut down. It was probably OSHA violations. Mm-hmm. Like, well, your spike count is like off the charts, <laughs> guys. Guys, just would you just put a sign that says "danger"? Too many spikes. <laughs> um, no, they refused to even. <laughs> you don't even need to cover up the spikes. Just just paint them orange. It's like a damn punk's leather jacket up in this place. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> But uh, he's not dead. He's just mildly impaled. Um, you can so, buy punk spikes at CoCityComics.com. You know, you can buy punk rock spikes here. I'm just looking at some right now. Yeah, we have, uh, <laughs> we've got all sorts of different spikes. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> you want the old-style old GBH British ones that screw in? We got those in three different sizes. Those are called uh, Christmas tree spikes. We've got the, uh, the pyramid spikes and... <laughs> Yes, all of those things. At CoCityComics.com. Um, anyway. We now return to Slower. <laughs> yes. So, uh, Buddy's chasing Liz and making the grunty hog noises. But luckily, she runs into her dad, who shoots Buddy, but... but this is so cool! <laughs> but, you know, Buddy's a fucking Jedi with yep, that thing. Ding. So he's like, ha ha, ching! We get our one digital effect in the whole movie. It's, it's two, little... two. When he's coming through one of the doors, he he puts the the cleaver into the door, and we get a, a spark. Oh, I didn't notice. Get a, spark. a little digital spark. Oh, there. okay. So yeah, we get a little digital ping when he uh, he blocks a bullet with his cleaver. I mean, I don't really think he jedi's it. I think no, it just he doesn't. He j- yeah. I think intentionally, Dad didn't want to shoot him. Yeah. Uh, I think Dad was going out of his way to not kill him. Or he's a small town cop who never shoots anything, so he's a shot right and has never been in this kind of stressful situation before like literally no one has ever been in this kind of stressful situation before i wonder if it would have been cool or dumb if he did multiple shots and buddy did block it it would have been insane (laughs) it would have been insane (laughs) yeah uh but you know 
I also I would have tried it out and saw it in editing. Be like, does this work just, or not? Let's just see how let's this just see, Let's just see what happens if Bunny, like, repels three shots. Like, not all six. That's just dumb. But if the cop tried, like, three times, it was like, okay, well, obviously I'm not getting through this. Let's run. <laughs> Oy, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, Lester's still alive. Uh, the sheriff and Liz get outside just in time for Lester to stab the sheriff in the back. God damn it. That's what you do when you stop in an open doorway That's... when you're running a dumb, dumb, dummy, dumb. You're he running for... away from serial killers. But at the same and... time, he did ask where everybody else is. Like, he didn't want to leave her, so it was like, it's a... Yep. But yeah, that, that um, what do they call that, chivalry? Yep. That got you killed. Stupidness. Or cut. Or, we don't know. Well, eventually it got you killed. We don't know. Um, well, that's a good point. So uh, Liz grabs his gun, shoots Lester. So I Lester. thought that, that's another hit that looks really good. Yeah. Just like the other two, like, I don't know what it is about this movie, but when people get like a blunt force and f- like he flies back against the wall when he gets it's shot, great it editing. looks, looks freaking tight. The thing <laughs> is, the editing in this movie mm-hmm. is spectacular. Yep. It really is good. Um, and so that's, so, uh, he's dead, we guess. Nobody really dies in this movie. <laughs> he's invincible. He's pretty well invincible, but, uh. It's from uh, eating real meat his whole life. That's not true. Not that 30% fat crap. <laughs> you're, you're clogging the arteries of the <laughs> nation's youth. youth. Yes. <laughs> People like you are clogging the nation's youth's arteries. Uh, so they finally get back to the cop car. Can't get the keys because dad's got the keys. This is actually a really tight, tense little little moment. I mean, as much as it's a cliche, it is a very tense cliche here. But it it makes sense. Yeah, no. Yeah, the the keys are under the ignition. They're in dad's pocket who's struggling with a knife wound in the seat. So it makes sense. It's not like... No, I agree. And so... She doesn't do anything stupid like pull down the sun visor to get him. No, it's true. And it's also... She doesn't do anything stupid like pull the knife out of his back. Yep. Which I thought... She was going to at first. I I was like... I thought that dad was going to be like... I'm surprised that at least dad didn't say something so that it could explain it to be like, hey, if you pull the knife out, I'm going to bleed to death. You know, if you leave it in, then I can get to the hospital and might survive. Blah, blah, blah. But instead, they just do it and they assume everyone knows that. Yep. So, eventually, she does get the, the keys, but Lester's still alive and beaten on the windshield with his <laughs> knife. Uh, but then she's like, you know what? It's time to straight up cold-blooded murder this motherfucker, and she runs him over. And we get a head pop. We get a trauma-style head squish. It looks great. That was a head, like like yeah. it, they actually made a head. Specifically it wasn't just a watermelon and a bike yeah. helmet. It was it was a straight up yeah head. Yeah, that was good, real good. Um, and so the sheriff's like, "Okay, Liz, call for help on the radio." And so this is to me, as far as like setting up expectation, this was phenomenal because my expectation was that this car was going to crash. You know, that's the expectation that they're setting up here. She's she's yeah crazy out of her mind. Looking at the radio, not she's looking at like, the road. It's raining. Yeah, she's she's gonna swerving. Hit she's going to hit a tree, and then Buddy's going to show up, and blah, blah, blah. Instead, Buddy shows up in that moment when you're expecting the car crash, yep. and he's in the backseat, and we just get a freeze frame of Buddy grabbing the knife and going to stab her. Yep. And that's the end of the movie. Cut. Straight up freeze frame. Yep. 
that's the slaughterhouse. And uh, I, I'm I, again, I mentioned it earlier. I'm really bummed that we never got a sequel. And apparently, the director wrote one. Yeah. And never, uh, never got it made. Never went any for further than. And that's another reason why I want to get that vinegar blue. Yeah. Because I wonder if he talks about what was in that script or where it continued. Yeah, I would have loved to have heard that. I wanted. I I thought of a cool idea. I think it would have been neat if we started the second movie. <clears throat> With with the uh, buddy killing the girl, and then the car crashes, and buddy like flies out the windshield, but then like over a cliff and into a river where he floats like way downstream, uh, kind of like Halloween four I think it is or five, uh, but then he gets discovered and like he floated so far downstream that nobody connects him to the other one and he's just got amnesia. So then he like they rehab him and like get him a starter apartment and he gets he becomes like an accountant but he keeps getting like flashes of pigs and he's doing accountant work at a at a pork place so like it keeps flashing back harder to his origins that he has doesn't remember and it's a it's a serious character driven drama I'm, of buddy like trying to adjust in this world that he's never known talking to people and like learning how to do things i hate to say it but it actually sounds amazing yeah like that really does sound like it would be fun and then eventually he starts becoming murderous right that actually sounds like really fun (laughs) like it sounds like a really fun like 90s avant-garde horror that's what it would be like blood and donuts kind Mm -hmm. of movie yep 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 yep. yeah it sounds like (laughs) it sounds great put me on that incredibly strange section at a video board man that's that's money I believe I read something from the director where he said that the sequel involved Buddy in court. And I Mine's think that, better. I think that he like breaks out of the <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the deal was, but yeah. <laughs> it's it deserves a sequel. Yes. This movie is is a thing. It is definitely underrated for the obvious reason that nobody makes it past the credits. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think that 85% of the audience is just like, "Ooh, nope." I'm good with this. Yep. Uh, I, I, again, I totally, I don't remember who it is now, but years ago on Instagram, I saw somebody trading this tape for that very reason. They always wanted to see it. They got it, and then they couldn't, they're like, whoa, shit, boop. Anybody want to trade me something cool for this? Like, <laughs> they never even watched it. Like, yeah. Bummer. Uh, but yeah, it's so fun. <laughs> and this this director just basically got, it's, it's a real shame because he is, he has amazing skill. Uh, especially considering the way that he sets up some of these shots. And this just, is just a one-and-done movie for him. Like, yeah. He hasn't... It's horrifying that someone would have this level of expertise as a bang director. Bang this out, and then what, what, what have you been doing all this time? But the <laughs> answer is he's been making, uh, like, uh, movies for the military and for, like... He does, like, you know... Johnny shouldn't be Johnny should clean his gun, but he's got other things to do. I'll clean my gun tomorrow, says Johnny. Oh well. <laughs> oh, really? And then the Russians came. Oh no, my gun blew up and America <laughs> was destroyed. Damn it, Johnny, you shoulda cleaned your gun. I think that's I think that's what he does. Bummer. Yeah, it is it's a real bummer, but he was he got really shafted by the uh, by the the system essentially it's one of those things where he was like you know you could wait a lifetime for money to come in from a distributor they make 10 million dollars and they're like oh sorry we uh, you know they hollywood accounting you out of your money and you're like i have to eat so mm-hmm. i have to do something and so it, you know i get it 
those people are scumbags. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like you don't want to work for those people. I can see not wanting to do this anymore. Yep. After having to deal with that, it it, it definitely rings true to me. But oh, that super sucks. It does. But I did you. We talk about this. We talk about the last blockbuster. Uh, I don't think we did. I mean, have, I know of it. Are you, you talking about yet? the documentary? No, yeah. I have not watched that yet. Is it good? It's funny because it's Michelle and I were very upset with it. Okay. Like we were like swearing at it for a while when we watched it. We were like, like it. It started up and we were like kind of angry for like a pretty good chunk of it. Like why, why are you so angry? Why are these people talking about blockbuster oh, with, like with it's such like something cool? Oh, that's a big pet peeve of it mine. It makes me so angry. It's like, are you kidding me? Blockbuster fucking it's, sucks. It's like being like, you know what I love? Walmart. Yeah. Uh, man, Walmart's <laughs> the coolest. God, I saw some edgy new stuff at Walmart. Fuck you. You are preaching to the choir here. I do not understand <laughs> it. I uh I uh, a buddy of mine, um, had a had a blockbuster case for Jason's lyric for sale on yeah. Instagram for thirty dollars. He's like thirty dollars shipped, and I wrote a comment being like, "I can't tell if this is a joke or not." And he wrote back, "Just sold it." Oh my god! Somebody bought this. Like I could understand like a Frankenhooker from right from yeah, from, yeah. from from blockbuster. Except or, that blockbuster wouldn't carry Frankenhooker yeah, because I'm, they censored their movie selection and literally edited their, their movies. movies. Yeah. So, but. But I was like, I could understand somebody buying that for that if it was like a rare movie in right. a rare blockbuster case. But freaking Jason's lyric, bro! Yeah. <laughs> people, people are people are paying that shit now for yeah. that. Like, it's, it's crazy. It, the nostalgia factor is, and I mean, I'm a collector of old junk, so it's just like I, I'm not saying I'm yeah. I'm definitely not immune to the nostalgia factor by any means. No, no, no. I know. <laughs> Play my damn VCR every night of the week, but uh. No, yeah, I agree. This is this is crazy. So why were you mad? Oh, just because because was... because everyone was like, it started out and it seemed like everyone was basically talking about how Blockbuster was the greatest thing that had ever happened, and it was like there were no counterpoints to this. Where it was like, you know, that they literally came in and bought up mom and pops and ruined them. They basically drove them out, yeah. Then bought their stock and then you know turned like basically sharecropped them where they were like, you can work in our thing for. $5 an hour. Like, fuck you. That is terrible. But uh, then, about 15 minutes in, our buddy Lloyd showed up in the <laughs> middle of it, and it was like, it just, <laughs> Lloyd Kaufman comes in, they're like, so tell me about Blockbuster. And he's like, what the, What do you want me to tell you about those cocksuckers? They're a bunch of corporate <laughs> fucks, and they suck, and they can go suck my fucking fuck. It was just like, beep, 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 because they were censoring everything that he said. Oh, that's crazy. So, and, so is it, oh, it. It warmed my heart. So do you think that was it intentionally set up that way? So yeah, you I get think that so. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Counterpoint. yeah, it was it was very fun to have Lloyd. I know. Come in. Uh, I know. Lunchmeat put out a tape release of it too. That looks really nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice uh, blue and yellow uh, cassette tape. Oh, too. nice. Yeah, that's it's awesome. A nice looking release. So. No, but the thing is that it was a good documentary. the the end The end result is that it really wasn't all about how Blockbuster was the greatest place. Brian yeah. Posehn as well was a good counterpoint to that argument I can as well. Yeah, there were a lot of people with like good counterpoint arguments to Blockbuster's super cool. Uh, they were also like, yeah, they were they were corporate scumbags. But this last blockbuster is a family-owned amazing company, and they're basically like they're renting out their blockbuster. They're a franchise. They're just like 
they're the last video store in, you know, yep. this sector of America. So that was pretty cool. That was fun to see. And like, you know, this lady ruled and it was pretty fun. I do so. really wonder if, 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 if video stores are going to make a comeback at all by any means, because it's there, weird, yeah. there is such a huge nostalgia factor going on right now True. in everything. When we're talking about remakes and reboots and, mm-hmm. uh, or uh, continuations of sitcoms like Fuller House, all that kind of yeah. stuff that keeps on ramping up. Where is my freaking Perfect Strangers reboot, for Christ's sake? Yep. You know, where Balky's super successful and Larry's totally, like, begging him to borrow money because he's become such a failure. <laughs> oh, it'd be perfect. I'm sure Bronson Pinchot's on board for that. Uh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I really do wonder if there'll ever be that kind of, you know... I, I don't think there'd be the enough people... No, to make it work I don't anymore. think so either. I think I think, I think it would be something. That, I think it'd be something that would happen. It would it would go great for like three months, and yep. then people would get their fill of like, oh, I remember going to the video store. Yeah, it's like that feeling again. Okay, yeah, I felt that again. <laughs> What's on Netflix tonight? You know, yeah. sadly. Um, I think I think that they all missed their window when Blockbuster didn't buy Netflix mm-hmm. because I think having physical locations for Netflix would have made them more money in the long run you know as far as each one of them is a processing station to mail things out and do blah 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 you know and so they can process returns at each one of these locations but instead of just being like here you you know give it back and whatever else there might be like a select number of titles there on display that are like oh i could go browse these and then sell them some soda and a popcorn or yep. whatever while they're in the location and i think that would have been probably the the future of that that idea that concept could have could have moved forward that way i know um stardust video in winter park florida is still around and i oh there's all, there's a there's a nice handful i have not been there in over a decade now uh, but when i was going to school down there this was such a neat video store um, it was also a bar and a cafe. Like, Ooh. so they would do like, you know, I saw and met Lloyd Kaufman there. He came to speak at oh, no uh, there. Yeah. And, uh, but you could go in there, get a beer and then go peruse a selection nice. of tapes to rent. All, all the whole store was set up with like old doors from like old, you know, houses and stuff. Yeah. They were just set up okay. like walls. All the tapes were Velcroed to these doors and you would just like, you'd rip off an empty box, you know, you'd rip off the empty box from the wall and Velcro, read the back of it. If you wanted it, you'd stick it back on the wall and you'd rip off this little wooden tab and then you'd bring that tab up to the counter and they would, you know, that's how they would know what movie to grab from out back. <laughs> but so you could, it was great. You'd go there, you'd, you'd, they made great food. You'd grab a beer and you'd walk through the aisle. So, uh, I think that might be a factor if they want to come back, they would have to diversify into that kind of you know, oh, food, drink, bar, rental, not just a... Yeah. You're stealing my business idea that I stole yeah, from them. I, I literally... I think you just solved one of my problems for the store. I think I think that door idea just literally solved one of the ideas that I've had forever in this store. <laughs> where I've been, like, trying to figure out how to do displays that could work like poster racks. Okay. I could just do fucking doors on hinges against the wall. Yeah. That also work, so you can do, like, glass-cased figure displays that are on those, and you can flip them, like... Yeah, I'll send you my consulting fee. That'll be great. Perfect. Yeah, thank you. I hope it's <laughs> I hope it's less than a dollar. I work very cheap. Okay, um, good. But yeah, I, I think that would be really cool. Like, it might... You could maybe come up with, like, a sub-video store that would work. Yeah, I if think so. If you could so. branch it off into something else, like the 
bar cafe kind of thing. Yeah. As long as you're selling beer or weed, anything that you, oh anything God, that you do, especially in this legal successful. state now, I mean, there's the, <laughs> like, there will be, you just, you just walk outside and trip over bales of pot and me. There right will now. Like, not there's a store be every five feet. any storefront left in Portland that is not a dispensary. Well, there will be because Portland has a super strict rule about it. For now. For now. <laughs> yeah. For now. Like everything else where they were like, yeah, and also you can't open any kind of corporate store on Main Street yeah. unless it's a uh, unless it's a Starbucks. Mm. Oh, well, we've got to let Dunkin' Donuts in if we let Starbucks in. Okay, good point. Well, you know, we've got to let in Walmart if we let in Starbucks. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, the Hooters failed. <laughs> the Hooters did fail. <laughs> but that was definitely just like somebody who had a... You know, uh, it's a good thing that Hooters tried because I think that kept a lot of other garbage businesses off Main Street. Yep. Um, shit. Oh, yeah. So before we go, I got to since we've, we've <laughs> what the hell is she going since we just keep going here? Uh, I got to tell you, um, are we actually I got contacted by Dennis Perkins from Portland Press Herald. Mm hmm. And he is doing a review of this thing because he's a fan which I thought was crazy. He likes this thing that we're doing here. And uh, and we're going to have a thing in the Portland Press-Herald. Oh, my gosh. So that's pretty cool. But I also wanted to tell people who actually listen to this podcast who may not have rated and reviewed us, please give us a nice rating because a bunch of normal people are about to try <laughs> to listen to this. And I guarantee you that those normal people are going to fucking hate it. So please... <laughs> balance out these like i don't understand they were talking about horror movies like they were real and i think they might have problems and i I'm, i gotta come up with like 20 alts to drop good yeah reviews i think today. you really do because i'm really concerned i don't this is a very niche audience and i think getting a bunch of people who read the press herald <laughs> to check it out might hurt us more than help us wow that's super cool news <laughs> but though. it is super cool uh i love I'm dennis to, and gonna... dennis is an old video port guy he, he is oh that's that dennis it's that dennis oh, yeah. okay i know that guy absolutely from video port <laughs> you know him from the video port yes you know him as boston red sox dennis i assume yep he was literally always wearing some bit of boston yep. red sox paraphernalia oh wow that is crazy cool i will have to uh pick up that Issue. Yeah, that, just to make one of those cool like um, newspaper in a frame things, as if I was at a uh, a restaurant owner, but with my oh, with my article in it. So I should do that here. Yes. Oh my God, you're right. I totally Dude, should. I yeah. should frame it. On the- <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a framing. We'll have a cut That's up newspaper great. framing party together. This, this is going to be good. I love framing. I'll go down to Goodwill. I'll find some dentist office art there and grab us some cool frames. I should get that picture I have of Lloyd Kaufman from one of the times that he was here. Where he's holding up the sign that says Employee of the Month. (laughs) Uh, Shit. And then I can have that here. And then we can start serving spaghetti finally, which will be great. (laughs) We can't wait. Uh, (laughs) Isn't that old Italian restaurants always had the like celebrity photos on the walls that were signed? Oh, yeah. I thought that was like a that was a shtick for old Italian restaurants. Um, yeah, so that's the story. Um, and also, wow, 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 wow. (laughs) And so we will go now. Uh, but I would like to finally for the, again, like the second time in almost a hundred episodes, thank you covered in bees for letting us use the music. And, uh, and you can follow us at, uh, coast city comics and at the fun box monster podcast. 
And and I am Matt Awkward, VHS Fiend on the Instagram, and uh, I also play in a band called Smeardog and the Donut, and we actually have a song called Slaughterhouse, Ooh. which was inspired by the cassette case with the word Slaughterhouse on it. It's not actually about the movie, but uh, my buddy Jake and I, we, we, we decided to make a 24-hour album and tapes were the theme, so I just grabbed a bunch of tapes off my shelf and brought them to Jake's to do the 24-hour album, and Slaughterhouse is one of the tapes, so we ran with that title. But it's honestly about mice and stuff. It's not about the movie at all. But um, if you look at the album cover, the tape's on the cover, so it counts. That does count. And that's Smeardog and the Donut on Bandcamp, and it's fun and free. Fun and free. And also check out the uh, Video Vagrants group on Facebook, which is also fun and free. Nice. You know what's not free? Buying stuff from CoastCityComics.com, which is something that I encourage you to do, including t-shirts that I make myself. Yeah. Uh, that all of my, all these shirts are screen printed by me. Oh, including that Rad Wraith shirt that Matt is wearing. And also you yeah. can pick up my comic, Rad Wraith. I mean, this this shirt's a tie-in. Yeah, you, nice. buy, you, buy, the, you buy the shirt and the <laughs> shirt comic. Shirt and the comic. Oh my God. And, and, you can and, buy, the, and the skateboard and itself. And you can buy the skateboard deck here as well. <laughs> Dude, that's that's all money you should be spending right now. Exactly. Everybody, go buy yourself one of those things, <laughs> and uh, and thank you for listening. And uh, and we will see you next time. And we will see what this article was by then. Awesome. I'm scared. All right. Good night. Peace. <laughs>